Save the Such Podcast. I'm Cliff Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yo, it's your boy Trey. It's your boy Reek back in the mix. We are back for another episode. Um, first, I want to thank everybody that's returning to watch our episode, whether you're listening to it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or if you're watching it on YouTube. So, if, But if this, if this is your first time, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If it's your first time, welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is the Save and Such Podcast, a millennial Christian podcast. And we mm-hmm. talk about everything from church-related things to non-church things, God, and some and such. And if you don't know what and such means, keep listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how y'all feeling today, man? I'm good, man. I feel uh, good. Trey, how you feel? I hear you. I'm all right, man. Brian need to pull it out tonight. That's all I keep thinking about. <laughs> That's all I got to say. We, we good. We good. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pull it out. <laughs> uh, is it in Phoenix tonight? Yeah. Like in Phoenix? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's in Phoenix. Oh, yeah, it is in Phoenix. AD player? I don't know. It was day to day. I think they should. I think they shouldn't play him tonight. They that's what. Not. That's what they saying. Let him rest. Let him rest. We're gonna win the next two games anyway. If we lose tonight, so uh, only something Bron could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jordan didn't need a game seven. I'm okay. just putting it out there. What about Zach Levine? I, I bet he needed it against uh, Shaq uh, and Penny. <laughs> I bet he needed it against Isaiah uh, when they was whooping on him. Uh-huh. Against them Celtics. Yeah, yeah, I bet he needed yeah. it then. Are we doing this right now? Yeah, we uh, are. You, you don't be disrespectful. Jordan got six championships. Okay. Bron's been there. there Bron's been there. How many times? Constellation prizes. Uh, what? He's That's a, a constellation prize. We got four. Getting to the finals is a constellation prize. For, it's, it's about you know how many great finals. people have never been? We ain't talking about many great people. We're talking about Brown Brown. Right. Back to topic. He it's just threw me off. Yeah, he just oh, threw me off. We're going to get into a many group messages. Yeah, all good. he just threw me off. That's fine. Yeah. So today we're talking about uh, backsliding. Mm. Backsliding. That's when you're saved and you're choosing not to live safe. So, um, and was, such. And such. When you're mm. and such and... Um, I was talking to my personal pastor, I'm not going to say her name, but um, she was saying oftentimes in church, they say people have backslid based on the perception of the situation. Mm, They see somebody doing something different and um, they say, oh, that person must have backslid. But backsliding by biblical definition is when you know the truth and choose not to live in the truth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Write that down, YouTube, or anybody listening. So you know the truth um, and decide not to live in the truth. Mm. That's backsliding. So um, oftentimes in the church, they see situations without knowing the full spectrum of the situation and determine, like, oh, that person must have backslid. Knowing, regardless of, like, we make mistakes all the time. Right. One mistake, two mistakes doesn't qualify as backsliding. Mm-mm. Struggling and sin don't really qualify as backsliding. Right. It's when you turn and wake up and decide and make a conscious decision to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, I feel like backsliding kind of like, it kind of 
creeps over time. Like whatever it is you're struggling with. Like if somebody is. Like if somebody has a, a like a porn addiction mm-hmm. and like they um for like a, a point in time like stop um following IG models or you know what I mean they're they're triggers I would say and then they begin to like you know what I mean go back to their triggers that can open up you know what I mean some things. So I think that's kind of where backside starts. That's big facts. And to your point is it's time. It's a consistency mm-hmm. of doing the wrong after you've been delivered from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like we all fall short right. of the glory. We all make these mistakes and whatnot. Facts. But I think oftentimes people people come to church and they, because the church itself, you know, it sounds like we do a lot of church hating, and that's not the case. Uh, we all go to church, so we're not hating the church. Nah, you know no. what I'm saying? We all know the church is the problem, though. Right, because it's mm-hmm. solely based on, uh, not solely, oftentimes it's based on religion mm-hmm. uh, opposed to spirituality. Mm-hmm. And that comes from the doctrine of the church. Mm, facts. Uh, the doctrine of the church is what governs the rules and the regulations of how the church moves. Like I've heard some churches, women can't wear pants. Right. Or guys shouldn't have tattoos and right. blase, blase. Mm. You can't be up here a minister and you got a forehead tattoo. Mm. So like, am I not supposed to be able to, like, will God not use me? God because said come as you are. As you are. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's crazy you said that because I was in a, um, a part of this fellowship group, and uh, this girl um, was on there basically saying like, you know, what God's doing now is He's getting that old school three piece suit mm-hmm. type of, uh, you know, what I mean, like uh, atmosphere out of here. That's you know what I mean. Burns, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a new movement from the youth, and he he basically called it like uh, Jordan and Jesus. You know, what I mean, just talking about how the youth is coming in and just like transporting, you know, what I mean, and doing our own wave and. And that's what we got to be. We can't just continue to just feel like church can only be in the four walls. But, you know, I mean, let's start to break those trends, and that's how we save souls. Facts. I think, uh, like you said, I think nowadays people are more aware of spirituality mm. opposed to religion. But uh, so y'all young, well, youngest, uh, Rick, mm-hmm. what do you think causes people your age to backslide? First, pause. Let's identify it. Like you said, backsliding is a consistent way of living. Mm. When you choose not to live in the truth of God, right. even though you know it, that's backsliding. Now, the Bible has a scripture to say a way of a transgressor is hard. A transgressor is somebody that knows the law and openly decides not to follow said law. So what do you think um, causes people to backslide? I would say, Specifically your age. Right. I would say... Um, <clears throat> First, you know, being 22, um, it's rare that, you know, people my age are even, you know what I mean, trying to be saved and trying to walk in righteousness. I think that's, like, where it first starts at. But the, for us that are, you know what I mean, I feel like it's a part of, I don't want to say backsliding is a good thing. It's not, but I feel like there are some point times where it's going to be, like, some growing pains. You know what I mean? Some things that you're going to go through in this walk where you're going to be like, dang, like, I've been there. Like, I can't do that. You know what I mean? I, I, I Like, you live and you learn type of thing. Like, um, you know what I mean? I'm not perfect. I slipped up here and there. But, you know what I mean? It's, I feel like it's just as part as, as long as you just continue to just keep going. Like, our um, our scriptures, you know what I mean? Philippians 3.14, just to keep um, running the race. You know what I mean? Right. It's, and not pressing towards the mark. Exactly. So, I feel like that's, that's exactly what it is. Just keep going. I mean, you know, the question was... Um, why we think people backslide. I think, just to jump on what you said, a lot of times, 
I know when I was young, church felt boring to me. Mm-hmm. And being saved felt boring. Still does. Right. In a way. But then, if you actually sit down and think about it, what is it that you're going to do being not saved that you wouldn't do saved? You said that you're not going to do? Yeah, like what? what's the difference here? Like what I, part of your life would be different? I think definitely the social part. You know what I mean? Definitely you can't, when you're saved, you know, we're not really supposed to do certain things or go certain places unless, specific, unless we have that calling. Be specific. Like, okay, for instance, like a man like uh, going to a strip club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... You, you don't want your youth pastor going to a strip club on Saturday night, then waking up and coming and preaching to you Sunday. Donate, though. No. It's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista, the rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Hey, yo. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um. <laughs> That's, that's a good point. Yo, <laughs> this dude is and such and such. Put that on his taxes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I think it's. I think that's like a, a good example. I like just you know. What I mean, just living right, living righteous. I would say. You know, I, th- I think that's an example of one. Yeah, that's, this is a prime example. What you got? You got something? No, I'll, I'll just say like I think people think that. When you, when you are saved, like, you're going to be perfect. Like, it's, right. it's definitely far from the case for real. Like, mm. You're still going to fall into, into those temptations. But like Rick said, like, you still got to keep going for real. Like, mm-hmm. All right. I think um, just to jump on what both of y'all said, oftentimes people make mistakes. And because the, the church or church people shun the mistake so badly, right? it makes you think there is no coming back from it. You know what I'm saying? They talk about you, and that's just people in general, right? But specifically church people, because they're supposed to be the ones that, hey, brother, you made a mistake. Come on in, pat you on the back. It's okay. God loves you. Yeah, they, I, don't, they don't do that no more. I think another part is um, we had this discussion a while ago. We were talking mm-hmm. about like relationships, mm-hmm. as far as like you know, they don't want you shacking up, but you can't marry somebody. And then move in with them, that sort of thing. So, it, it, it's a lot that goes into it. Like we had, you know, mm-hmm. we had a, definitely had a couple of discussions back. You, you know. can go back and watch that one of the previous episodes. Yeah. Um. Back to backsliding, Judge over there. <laughs> hey, yeah. my eye, bro. Frank. <laughs> um, it's such a very, it's a it's a fragile topic mm. because. I think, like I said, I think oftentimes people think once you made the mistake, that's it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Gotta repent, man. You definitely, and that's the key to getting back to where you're supposed to be. It's repentance and a heartful repentance, a godly sorrow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I could say sorry to you, but I'm saying sorry for convenience. I'm saying sorry because you're standing right here and I offended you. Right. Right. But I need to pray about that thing. Address you like I'm 
I didn't mean to offend you with what I said. That was not my intentions. My intentions was X, Y, and Z. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If it offended you, I apologize. If it hurt your feelings. And I don't want to cause you to stumble in any way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But uh, the spirit of repentance is such a, a vulnerable space mm-hmm. that a lot of people... because. You can't repent without being accountable for your actions. Right. You have to be accountable in order to godly be godly sorry and to repent to God or to your your fellow man. You have to be aware and accountable of your actions. Mm. And that goes into backsliding. We all, like Rick said, we all fall short and we all have things that we have to work on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Your porn addiction, that's a hard one to get over. Mm. Especially if you're in a situation where you're single, you're you're trying your hardest not to sleep with everything that walks your way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of men struggle with that lust thing too. Show you right. Mm-hmm. Show you right. Um, this I I didn't had throw it at me. Oh. Yeah, that's the hardest like, part is oh. when you're trying to stop. Okay, that's when it, that's when they turn it up a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me get it. Yeah, don't that talk. I had to dodge, I had to duck and dodge, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's a it's an easy rock to stumble over because mm. women look amazing. We need them. Show you right. Look, look. <laughs> he, felt, he felt that thing. He felt that thing. But I definitely agree. We definitely need them. We, we definitely, definitely need them. <laughs> oh, man. But oftentimes... Um, my personal pastor said that the rules of the church sometimes cause people to stumble because they put these expectations on you that you feel like you cannot live up to. Right out the gate. As soon as you step into the church, they're putting those expectations on you. For like you have to be this perfect, I pray every five seconds type of person. And like, and that's the thing. Like new new people, they they feel that. Like they, they think like, all right, well, I have to be perfect. I have to pray every day, every day. I have to read the Bible when I'm not in church. I need to be reading about church or, I mean, reading about God or watching YouTube videos about God. But then as soon as they see that the pastor or people inside the church is doing the opposite thing, that's what steers them away from coming to church. But big facts. I, and I, I think to that point, I think oftentimes, like new people come to church, they see what they think is a finished product. Mm-hmm. I mean, they see a finished product. So... They see this water in this bottle, yeah. but they don't see that the water had to get pulled out the river, filtered, mm. boiled, all the stuff taken out of the water, and still then in bottled. Right, mm-hmm. and then bottled. They don't see that. So they think, my goal is there. Mm-hmm. My goal is to be this water bottle. Yeah. Even though that everybody has to go through that same process. Mm-hmm. And, and that thing is, like, I, I feel like I don't really care how long somebody's been around or in ministry. I feel like nobody's really finished. I feel like we're all still going. You know what I mean? With the grace of God, there's always that one sin or that one thing that every individual, like, needs prayer for. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care who they really are. You know what I mean? No titles or nothing like that. So I feel like that's why, you know what I mean? Ain't no perfect people. So Now, I wish more preachers and whatnot would be more transparent for I that. I was just about to say that for real. Because it, it makes it everything more relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a problem with women or have a problem with women, Tell your people about it, right. your parishioners, because somebody in the audience has the same problem. Literally. Probably three or four people got the same problem. We not no preachers or anything, but you can get that 
at Seed and Such. That's for sure. Show you right. <laughs> Make sure you like, subscribe, uh-huh. comment, turn on those post notifications for our YouTube. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Share. Hit us up on IG and Facebook at Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D, the letter N, S-U-C-H, mm-hmm. on all our social media platforms. That was a good transition. Yeah. That was good. good. Yeah, kudos, bro. Kudos. Peter, chapter 2, verse 21, ESV version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reads, quote, it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it, turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. Mm. Literally, almost the definition of backsliding, right? In a scripture form, so it was. It would have been better not to have even known the that's, truth. That's that's pretty scary. It um, is. I know. I know. It goes a little bit deeper. Uh, reading the word, just to talk about like how bad the punishment's going to be. You know, what I mean, um, and that's just something I don't want to mess with, bro. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mess with that. That's why I just continue, just pray. And I'm telling everybody, just encourage you know what I mean. Don't let, don't let sin get in the way, or don't let, um, not even just sin, but like the enemy. He knows that you messed up, of course, and he's still going to try to talk you not going back to God. But keep right. going, just get up and keep going. You know, what I mean? we all going to stumble and fall, but we got to keep going. You know, uh, we brought up repenting earlier, and then some people may ask the question: Is how how many times can you repent? But the thing about God is. I repent every day, to be honest. You have to repent every day because you people. When it comes to like sin, people only think of like physical sin, like fornication right, or stuff like that. But but there are also things that we the thoughts. Some thoughts are just sin. I think God designed it like that. So like, so nobody's perfect. Time back in, like nobody's perfect. Like you know, what I mean, people are gonna think thoughts of jealousy, of hate, of you know, what I mean, that different things. You know, what I mean, so. And, Go ahead, bro. No, I'm sorry. You got it. No, I was about to say, and when you repent, make it genuine. You know what I mean? Like, God knows whether it's not genuine or not. It's not no, you apologize to your homeboy, like, yeah. yeah you feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. I ain't mean that. You feel yeah. me? Nah, actually make it genuine. You feel me? Talk mm-hmm. to God as if you be talking to your father for real. And that's exactly who he is. He's your father. Exactly. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, you know what I mean, have fathers in their lives and you know, and if you have that special relationship, if you're blessed to have that relationship, I think that that's so key. Just like how you talk to him is how you talk to God. You know, I mean? it's not like a story. It's not like you talking to like uh, the stars of the universe or all that going on. But you know, that's just like, that's just like God. Who got deep? Yeah, my father. No, no, no worries, man. People, people think like praying is like rocket science, bro. Yeah, Come it's on, really man. not, man. It's, not. It's, it's simply. Talking from your heart, being genuine, like Dre yeah. said. And if you really have that that gift that God instills in you, mm. you will have that gift where God talks back, where you can hear God's voice as well. He'll talk mm. back to you. So it's not like you just not talking, you just talking to nobody. Yeah. Nah, he will talk back to you for real. That's a true story, man. Um, and that all ties back. We can backslide in our minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? That was um, deep, yeah. The yeah, Bible that, says, so a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. Backsliding is not spontaneous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, Rick brought up earlier, it takes time to backslide. Mm-hmm. Like, I can make a mistake, not make a mistake, but slip, let a, a woman tip me, and I'm having sex with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then when it becomes an everyday thing, right. that's, when, it's that's when the backsliding happens. Mm-hmm. But that thought came into my mind first. Like, something led up to me slipping. Like, nobody spontaneously slips 
And then you start to make excuses like uh, exactly. Like, oh, man, I'll just repent tomorrow. Or, like, everybody struggles with a personal sin. Or, you know I mean, just start making excuses of, like, you know what I mean? That's the, that ain't number the enemy. That ain't of God telling yeah. you to make excuses. So, mm-hmm. I think God definitely ties into it. And that's, uh, that's big facts, man. It, it starts in the mind. Mm-hmm. When you don't repent properly, when you don't repent, like Trey said, in a, a heart of repentance, then you start making excuses. Mm-hmm. God's going to forgive me. God, yes, God's going to forgive you, but God is not boo-boo the fool. No. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you no, can't yeah. keep repeating and then consciously going out making the same, like doing the same thing you repeated for. The, 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 um, huh? The thoughts, <laughs> the thoughts come from, like say for instance, I'm consciously watching movies with a bunch of sex scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That spirit is going to get in my mind. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm thinking about sex. You gotta. It definitely like you know. What I mean, what we watch and what we listen to is so key. That's what. That's what the season I'm in. Um, I was. Uh, somebody actually told me, you know, what I mean, to cut out on like uh, you know the the rap music. So I basically, you know, I'm trying to stop that right now. And they said when you stop that, you know, what I mean, you're gonna hear from God a lot more because you can't really hear from. I hear God, but like they said, like the things that I want to hear that I'm praying for. I have to just walk in that righteousness, and it, and it takes obedience, and it takes sacrifice, giving up things, and that's some, you know, what I mean, that's something I got to give up. The the Christian walk takes sacrifice because mm-hmm. you can't do everything that everybody else is doing. Literally, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, like to your point about the, that goes right back into the spirit thing. You're listening to things that's getting to your spirit. You know what I'm saying, and that will manifest into you stumbling. Mm-hmm. Which will then manifest until you completely backsliding. Like, yeah. like you ever been at a party and just like that one song come on and then mm-hmm. a fight breaks out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like that that song just songs are very powerful. Yeah. yeah, songs are very powerful. You know what I mean? They're just it's just crazy. It's deep. It's deep, bro. Big Mel, dreams and nightmares. <laughs> I used to pray for times like this. Every time, Boosie said it all. Yeah. Oh man. That's <laughs> <sick>. <laughs> Boosie said it all this is at the party. Any, oh. any little John song from 2002 mm-hmm. to 2006. I bet you know. I was about to say. I, yeah. You was in your prime run that time? <laughs> no, I was on my way to my prime. Though. I was on my way to my prime. Bro, it, speaking of backslide, when I was in um, Korea, I spent a year living in Korea because that was my job, whatever. I spent a year living there. And I can't count how many times I party like tomorrow was not coming mm-hmm. i'm talking seven at night to five six in the morning because the, the clubs there is like they, they be open literally all day yeah and then the, the way the windows is they black out or whatever so you don't see the light from outside so when you go oh, in yeah, yeah. it makes you feel like it's nighttime mm. and i bro listen I, I as i grew up in church so god me and god tight like glue mm. but during that year span I think I may have went to church like once. Mm. Praying was not, it was there. Like I prayed over my food and prayed that I didn't catch this or that. Um, judge your mamas. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody But um, I was completely to the left. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think subconsciously I knew like I'm doing wrong. This feels wrong, but it's fine. Mm. And, um, I knew how to get back, and I think... How did you get back? First of all, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, repent from doing it. So, it, it, nothing like dramatically happened? 
No, nothing had to happen. Okay, so by God's grace, he kept you. Grace and mercy. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Since we're having a uh, transparent moment, I might as well. Yeah, you might as well share with the class. (laughs) I might as well say my piece. I know, like, for me, like, when I was younger, I'd probably say from, like, 18 to, like, 20, 21, I had a bad issue with, like, smoking weed and all that, for real, like. And, like, it used to get to the point where I'd be, like, so high and I'd just fall asleep and not even know where I was at. You know, waking up not knowing where I was at. But, like, literally, it took, like, me hearing, like, voices in my head, for real. Like, I didn't know it was God at the at the time, for real. But, like, I would hear voices and I would, like, have, like, panic attacks. I'm like, yo, why am I hearing these voices? You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. but, like, it was more or less, like, God talking to me, like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just basically showing, showing me my life. Before I even seen it myself. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, this That's is all the stuff that you're missing out on. That's deep. Because you want to party. You want to smoke weed. Looking out here looking crazy. Eyes all red and stuff. Thinking mm. it's cool. Smelling like weed. Mm. And, like, it took a while for me to realize that was God. Because it happened for about a cool year. A cool year. Like, it'd be every time I'm smoking in a session, like, I'm hearing voices. You feel me? Like, mm. but, like, it literally took me stopping to really get to the point where I was like, yo. This is it. Like, I'm done. You feel me? And, like, I, I had stopped going to church all that time. Because around this time I was in school, I stopped going to church and all that. You feel me? But, like, it literally took me to actually, like, realize, like, yo, these 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 voices that I'm hearing is not just coming out of nowhere. Like, it's, it's actually God talking to me. So, like, me stopping was, like, a blessing in, in, in disguise, for real. Because, like, God really brought me through that. Like, even though I was, like, down bad around that time, for real. And I'll just say this. I don't know why it just hit me, but that, that scripture, uh, many are called, but few are chosen. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that, that thing is really deep because it, it's like this. Like, I feel like at some point in time, God touches everybody or, like, he shows a sign or even talks to us at mm-hmm. some point in time. And some people, and God already knows who these people are, choose to listen and yield and be obedient. And some just choose to I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to ride my own way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like that's that's really what that means. And, and a, a prime example of that is like, um, okay. So God is always like, we're stepping into God's past. Like he's already been here before by his grace. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like um, things that happen today. We're stepping into his past. Like it's like this is, he's already been here before. We're, we're just living through it. And it's kind of like, like Judas you know what I mean? Like Judas and Jesus. Like, y'all don't think that they didn't know who Judas was. Right. <laughs> but he still chose them anyway. Right. And that's where that comes in of, like, people are going to make their own decisions. Like, uh, you know, that's just a part of it. Like, some are just going to choose to be obedient and listen. Some are just going to go for the money, the fame, and the jewelry. And and it's crazy about Judas. Like you said, Jesus already knew who he was. Mm. But that had to happen. It had to. It, was it had to happen in order for something else to occur. And that's just like our lives. Like you, you brought up your story, mine, and I know Rick got at least a couple of, yeah, uh, a couple times. But it had to happen. Mm. It had to happen. Look at much stuff you learned about about yourself and about God. And we always say this on the show: God parents us like we parent our kids. Mm. Sometimes you have to let your kid touch the hot stove for him to understand that okay, this is hot. I shouldn't be doing this. Right. I can hear you say it, but until I go at it, do it, it fail, I'm not going to learn it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, we backslide because we, sometimes we know that we're not supposed to do X, Y, and Z, 
Mm. Right. But we haven't had that moment with God yet. That moment where this couldn't be nothing but God. So it doesn't convict us as heavy as it should. And and that's where I'm impressed that, you know, it's not about the talking in tongues or the screaming and running around the church, which I'm all for. I'm all for talking in tongues. I'm all for, you know, going to a Pentecostal church. I'm all for the Holy Spirit being shown. You know, I mean, I'll definitely be an advocate of that. But like. I, I was interested in, like, have you ever had Jesus come in your room and sit down and y'all had a deep conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, in today's times, we're, uh, we're worried about, like, today's times, people are making videos about other people, um, ex- trying to expose them. You know what I mean? Like, you go on YouTube, like, don't listen to him or that. And, and you know what I mean? It's crazy because a lot of those people have never been in that season where God exposed you to you. You know what I mean? I, I, and, that's, and that's very deep when God exposes you to you because it. When I was in that season not too long ago, it was just like, dang, I didn't know I had that in me. You know what I mean? So I definitely say that. That's crazy because um, I think a few months ago, maybe six months ago, six months to a year ago, I can't remember exactly when, I kept hearing that in my spirit to be accountable to myself mm-hmm. for my own actions. Like I, I can pray and repent. Like you said, I can pray and repent to God, but until I can say to myself, I was doing wrong. Mm. I know I should not have been doing that. It, it, it's it's pointless. Pointless. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out and do it again. And um, I think the YouTube exposure thing is necessary, though, because I think it's a lot of false teaching. You think so? I, I mean, 100%. I, I, mean I, I don't, I ain't going to say it's bad, but me personally, I'm just... I'm tired of seeing it, but yeah, but yeah. I think it's necessary. Yeah, it's not, necessary. Right? I think it's necessary because we put people on a pedestal mm. and do not allow people to make mistakes in our mm. society. Mm. Uh, not saying that they shouldn't be like outcast or whatever. Right, right, right. Certain mistakes require certain reactions, mm-hmm. but we put church people, preachers, pastors, etc., on this pedestal that they can't make a mistake. But they're just like the rest of us. Being saved or being Christian is a, like we said in our last episode, is a decision you have to make every day. Right. Just like backsliding. Backsliding is a decision you have to make every single day. I think a prime example of that, like what you're talking about as far as like celebrities and pastors that's up there, you feel me? Like like the whole Kirk Franklin situation, like Mm. everybody was blasting him for that. But you know how many, how many people go through that or do that behind closed doors that no one knows about? Right, right. It's just because he was up here. You feel right, me? Right, Everybody's right. like, oh, my God. Like, right. Kirk Franklin? Like, I've been listening to him for years. He's right. singing about this, but talking talking about this behind closed we doors. We don't know like, Kirk Franklin's life. Right. His son could have been an issue. Oh, he said his son was an issue. Yeah, his son said he was an issue. Mm-hmm. And, um... I ain't gonna say I would have cursed at my son, but I can understand his frustrations. Yeah, I mean, some dealing with something him. for a long time. Right, you know? something like, got him there. Something got him there. He just didn't start cussing him out. Right, right. Something happened. The whole point of this episode is that backsliding is not one mistake. Mm-hmm. Backsliding is a series of constant decision making. Mm-hmm. Not, it, it's not a mistake once you decide to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The scripture says. Hold on. The scripture says, um, which one was I looking at? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Take your time, Pastor. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's James 4 and 7. It says, so who, James 4 and 7, ESV, that's English Standard Version. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. That's when it becomes sin. 
when you know what to do, you decide not to do it. I think a, a, like a, a perfect story, I was trying to think of a story um, in the Bible where it's like, you know what I mean, for like the, the other side of backsliding would definitely be the parables of the, of the lost sheep. You know what I mean? Like how that story of God leaving the 99 to go get that one. Mm-hmm. That one. And then that one was us at one point. Mm-hmm. We were out doing our own thing, not really thinking about God. But like we said, we grew up in the church, like so many have. It's definitely people that are younger, just growing up and, and and just living life thinking, you know what I mean, that we're in control of our lives. We're in control of our destinies when, you know what I mean, in reality, there's somebody sitting on the throne looking down on us that we got to answer to one day. And for everybody that's listening and watching on YouTube or listening on Google Podcasts, Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. or Spotify, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be your mistakes. Nah. You you can make the mistake, and it's okay to make the mistakes. Uh, But when it's not a mistake, that's when it becomes a problem. So when you make the mistake, don't be shameful. Don't beat yourself up. And don't think God won't forgive you. God allows us to repent and then he throws things into the sea of forgiveness for his own sake, which means that until the day that his grace and mercy runs out, you have an opportunity mm. to do the right thing or to do the thing that's pleasing to God. Yeah, if, if you didn't have no more purpose, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be here. You, you There's nobody done. on this earth here just because God was like, you know what? I'm going to just let him be here today. No. Everybody has a purpose, whether your purpose is to Sing, praise, pray, encourage, help, pastor, whatever it is, God has a purpose for your life. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Your life simply might just be an example for somebody else to see. Facts. You know, I said the Bible says we overcome by the words of our testimony. Mm. And our testimonies is so much more for than just us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's for other people to hear and to learn from and to get encouragement from. And the things we go through, they're it, not by Accident. They're, They're not intentional. Accident. They seem like accidents they, to us at the time, but we're not. We don't have the capability to see that far into the future. Right. right. And I think, um, you know, at some point in time, we're gonna look back and be like, dang, we like we survived COVID. Like it was so many people mm-hmm. that didn't just make it through. As crazy as that sounds, you know, I mean, by the grace of God, we're still here. But I would definitely say, like, twenty twenty, definitely taught me, like, you know, what I mean, like, our time is limited. You know, what I mean, when you're young, they tell you drink your milk and you're gonna live, and you know, what I mean, forever and do this, that, and the third. But you know what I mean? We have an expiration date at some point in time, and we just don't know when ours is. And we have missions and assignments, you know what I mean, that we have to carry out by God. And uh, you got you to gotta, you gotta complete gotta them. get it done. You got to complete them. So a lot of things can cause us to backslide before mm-hmm. we wrap up. Peer pressure, rules in the church can cause us to go the wrong way. Things we see, things we think we know, you know what I'm saying? But to protect yourself from these things, you can pray, read your Bible, be intimate with God, fast, help others, seek out wise counsel. And I think, like, for me, that is the the main thing, seeking out wise counsel. Um, My older sister is a pastor, and um, I talk to her all the time. She be checking me all the time about X, Y, and Z. And uh, but she's part of my wise counsel team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she helps me not stumble over certain things. Mm. I can be like um, my sister, insert name here. This has happened to me, and I am about to call it quits. Like mm-hmm. I'm over it all. 
Then she'd be like, nah, say my name. And then um, <laughs> she'd either pray for me or pray with me or give me some scripture to reference. Mm. Uh, it's accountability, man. It's accountability partner. That helps a lot. So if you're watching, get you an accountability partner. Somebody oh, that's yeah. going to keep you 10 toes down. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and that's it, man. Backsliding is a real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But God, yeah. like we say this all the time, God is always here with both arms open. Facts. There's nothing you can do that you, well, it's blaspheme against the Holy Ghost. Against, you know. Besides that, there's nothing that won't allow you to come back. Mm-hmm. You just have to, God is always in a stationary position. Mm. He's always right here. All you got to do is go towards that. Mm. You preaching. Thank you, brother. It's an awesome place. <laughs> if you want to give an offer, cash app us at Save Such. Uh-huh. This offering goes a long way. Um, but yeah, that's the episode for today, Backsliding. We hope you got something from that. Tariq said, we're walking in God's past. That's deep. That's really deep. That's um, the truth, though. It is. And our, our next episode is going to be a part two of this one. We had a Miss Tierra Griffin. She's an author, minister up from uh, Southern Maryland. Bowie. Bowie, exactly. She's going to come down and talk with us about this very topic. How to forgive your own shame and stop hiding from God. It happens. Um, but that's all I got for this episode. Man. It was deep. Y'all got anything else? Hell, like he about to cry over there. <laughs> Nah, bro. Nah, nah, y'all said a lot, man. I'm, I'm proud of y'all, man. Y'all doing great things. For real. I'm just here. We proud you know of I mean? TCS photography. This just, man's all I'm over the here. place. I just, I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's, <laughs> that's all right. So if you would like to know anything more about us or listen to our podcast, you can find us on all our social media platforms at Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D, the letter N-S-U-C-H on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube. All one word. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can listen to us on Google's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just search, search, just search. Did I say it wrong again? Search, saved and such. And uh, that's a wrap, man. Shout out to the Chicago public school system. Hold on. I'm Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm Cliff Anderson, man. It's your boy, Trey. Reeks on and all. We out. Peace.